Welcome, welcome, Jets fans, to episode number 13. Unlucky for some. In fact, it was unlucky for Bill Benedict because he's gone. See you later. <laughs> um, of the Hippodrome Jets what? with John and Al. Hey, what Al, how's it going? Start. What a way to start. What, that, is the, that is the single greatest intro to any part ever. <laughs> right there. <laughs> bye bye Bill bye bye I think we just have a celebration part that Bill Belichick's gone at last <laughs> things are going to look things are going to improve I told you last week I told you in last week's part that um, you know I got a good omen for 2024 right good vibes yeah. Yeah. and li- literally you know three days later Bill Belichick can't take the pace you know there's a lot of good vibes from the Jets camp he's gone he's yeah. no longer patient yeah. yeah. Are we one and zero in twenty twenty four as well? What's that? Are we one and zero in twenty twenty four? Oh my goodness, we are indeed. Well, yeah. When, when we, we played the Browns, was that last year officially? Yeah, uh, it was. Say that again, sorry. Yeah, Browns was last year. Yeah, we're one and zero, and um, we were the ones that caused Bill Belichick to resign. What? What? Yeah, this is the this is the greatest year in Jets history. <laughs> In like this 13 is, seasons. Wow, I just got to sit down. I just got to like calm down a bit here because that <laughs> is absolutely amazing. So, <laughs> hey, so, yeah. so guys, um, we just because it's the end of the season, you know, we can celebrate about, uh, you know, uh, Bill Banachet leaving as much as we want. But just because there's no Jets anymore doesn't mean there's no more pod. Absolutely. We have got a cracking cracking pod today cracking we've not only got we've got best bets we yeah. were two and one last week making everyone money and i got some belters this week we've not only got owl's new segment i got a new exciting one <laughs> you got a new one on top of the new one no no no, no. because i'm just i'm let, i've let you know i've got to let the listeners know i've got a new <laughs> exciting pod uh segment. Oh, okay yeah so it's the same it's the same one from last week our new exciting segment which has been getting some really good reviews um from all the listeners so appreciate the feedback there guys uh not only have we got <laughs> a not a single mailbag not even double mailbag. Wait, wait, what? We've got triple mailbag. We've got triple mailbag, guys. Wow. This is unbelievable. So we've got one from the USA and one from the UK. So that's yeah? two, mate. No, I'll say triple because there's three questions altogether. Oh, triple mailbag. Exactly. Yeah? <laughs> okay. So that'll keep the listeners on their toes and make sure they listen to the end. Because yeah. you know, we have some great content at the end as well, you see. I noticed that some people have been, uh, you know, not, not staying to the end, no mentioning names. But we, caught, <laughs> we, we, they were, we found out last week. And then, not, and then we got a special guest, one of the original crew. You know what? I'm so excited about, about him coming on. Because, yeah. because when we first started this, when you and I first started talking about doing this, we were like making our list of guests and this guy's name was right at the top. Yeah. Right at the top, so um, and it's taken us the whole season to try and get him on. It's yeah. scheduling when you get the when you get the A listers, oh. mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to get it's hard to get the A listers. This guy's been in Vegas. He was at the Vegas game. Yeah, you know his, his work is a workaholic. He's now he's somewhere in London. So we've got to try and track him down. He's not with us just yet. We've got to try and yeah. communicate with him. Uh, I was going to jump to the to a public phone box so to leave see a, uh, leave him a message to give us a shout in a minute. Yeah, because it's that kind of covert guy. Okay, so best, big uh, Nigel is 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 our special guest coming on. <laughs> <laughs> coming on shortly. So, shall we start with the um, with the breaking news that we have a new member of the Jets fan fraternity officially, and we have photo evidence to prove it from uh, from the Pats game, mate. Absolutely. Who's, oh, our, who's, wow. our new, who's the, more... new, the new celebrity Jets fan that we met at the a- Hippo? Absolutely. We've got photographic evidence that Sean Gale, <laughs> ex-Chicago Bears supporter, who's also <laughs> you know now in England, saw the error of his ways, is now was wearing Jets gear at the Hippo, and we took a photo, and it's uploaded on the, on the chat last <laughs> week. And he was supporting the Jets when we dominated, and said goodbye to Bill Belichick. Yeah. Welcome, Sean. Welcome to the family. He's, he's bound to be listening. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This so we'll, we'll be sending him the link to this, but definitely 100%. Sure, you're a top bloke, mate. Look, we look forward to seeing you again next season on our, on our Super Bowl run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's well, yeah. officially, he's kind of a bit of a glory boy fan because he's only been supporting the Jets for one week and we won. And oh, now we're wow, yeah, one and oh, in the Super Bowl, so one and oh, and it, it was so dominating that Bill Belichick had to retire, couldn't take, couldn't hack it. Yeah, and that is like that's because of Sean. That's because of Sean. Was, Bill Belichick saw a picture of Sean Gowd in Jets gears and thinking, "Oh my goodness, I made a mistake when I left the Jets in yeah. 1999 as the head coach for 30 seconds. I, I may even contemplate contacting Woody to see if if he'll take me back. Don't want him back. We don't want him back. We don't want, we him, don't back. want him back. You had your chance. Yeah. You had a whole day. Yeah, to so, make your impact as Jets head coach. Do you know how many games he won as Jets head coach? None. Zero. Zero. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's just a poor record. Uh, take your yeah. take your twenty four years in New England, yes. and, and it doesn't matter if you can't win anything yeah. with New York. But the point is that you know he saw Sean could come over, yeah, and he wants to join his buddy Sean. Yeah, yeah. well, he can't. It's too late. But he can't. You know, he's going to give it a go. He's the guy, give it a good the guy won less games as Jets head coach than Adam Gase. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to know, Bill. <laughs> You've had your time, buddy. Now move on. Move on. Find another team. Go to Atlanta. It was it was it was quite a good game to watch. We didn't see as much of it because of the snow. Mm. Um uh, obviously the Brees Hall touchdown was 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 a great moment. The um, snow angels, they were the highlight. That yeah, was, yeah. That was good. Um yeah. domination. Yeah, we dominated. That's the thing we dominated, didn't we? We we yeah. dominated. And yeah. um uh, and it was a dead rubber game. The predictions all came in that New England would yeah. win. And there were one or two Jets fans that were like, I want to lose because I want the, whatever it would have been, the seventh or the eighth pick or yeah. something, as opposed to the, what have we got, the tenth pick? Uh, no, I want to I want to beat New England. I want to send Bill Belichick to retirement home with an L. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, if it, it means that. we lose three spots in a draft, that's so fine. I'll take it. So what? You so, know? And we didn't do any Jetsy things either by taking the lead and trying to throw the game away. No. No, just it's interesting no, that, that we lost. Did, did we lose? Did we? Uh, uh, we was it? Was it three 0 Did we lose the game three 0 to them? Or we lost? We lost by one touchdown. That that um, kickoff return last year was like nil nil or something. Oh, it was ten. Yeah, it was. It was three three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then they scored that touchdown to ice the game right at the end. Yeah. And this felt like like really beautiful redemption because they got three, yeah. and we got seventeen and crushed them. Exactly. So that was a yeah. great, very great happy result. with that. Great result. Great result. Yeah. So um, that's the review of the game. We've got, to, oh, yeah, one thing I forgot to say earlier was next week we've got special awards. So oh, that's going to be exciting. Which is going to be very, 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 very entertaining. So just uh, for the listeners, definitely worthwhile. Um, before I forget to mention it, I thought I mentioned it now. Uh, for next week's pod, so please, uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted when that's being released. Looking uh, forward to it already. I'm going to send the carrier pigeons out. See yeah. if I can get. Go to the phone box, to... mate. See if you can just, yeah. uh, you know, dial in, Nigel. Yeah, I've sent I've sent my people out to yeah. contact his people. We don't know where he is. It could be anywhere in London as we speak. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. He's a floater. He's elusive. Yeah, he's got things to do, people to see. Yeah. Here yeah. he is, Nigel. Here. Nigel, Hi. how are you doing? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, guys? Where are you, Nigel? Where are you in the world? Where are you? Are you in Vegas? Right now. Oh, I wish I was. I want to go back so badly. But no, I'm in the mean streets of Wimbledon. Well, Exit really Wimbledon. All right. Walking right. the yeah, streets. Yeah, I'm heading to the right now. Yeah. Right. You're going to go watch the the Texans Browns game, yeah? Yeah. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Uh, so, Nigel, you've been you've been with us since. What was your first year coming to the Hippodrome to watch the Jets? Because I I can remember you from like like as an OG. It was you and me and John, the dark days of of, of Adam Gase. Um, but you go back before that, don't you? You're you're pre 2015, aren't you? You're pre John. Pre John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I probably say I've been a Jets fan since about 2012. 2012. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I can remember. I remember Nigel when he first started coming to the Hippodrome. He was he was known for his um, his T-shirt with a certain somebody's name on the back. 
Gino. Uh, oh, yes. Gino. Gino. <laughs> the Gino Smith T-shirt, which he wore with pride. <laughs> for, um, oh, yes, that's it. For a I even have a selfie with Sean Dow with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about Sean. We just mentioned yeah. how Sean is now a Jets fan. Um, obviously, oh, yes. we've got the photographic evidence from last week. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... Um, uh, it, it's it's an iconic shirt, and really, I think you should bring it back, mate. You still have it. Oh, I need to get a new one. It, it, I kind of grew out of it. You uh, grew out of it. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah. maybe 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 we'll club together and we'll get you a new Gino Smith. If we can even find a Gino, a Jets Gino Smith jersey <laughs> anymore, they're, they're collectors' items now. If any listeners out there have a spare Gino Smith jersey T-shirt, not jersey, jersey's not quite right. It needs to be a T-shirt. Yeah, green, maybe they green, can donate it to the, um, green number seven. Yeah, has to be green. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a green Gino Smith T-shirt. Well, we are playing. Uh, why the Jets, mate? Huh? Why, well, the Jets? why the Jets? Uh, well, I have family in New York and in New Jersey, so New York sides, they are Giants fans, and uh, right. also I kind of like the Jets. I just like the shirt, the jersey. Nice, David the Green, because your brother's a Giants fan, right? Oh, we lost we, him. We, we, we can confirm that. The man, Nigel, the man on the street. There might be something kicking off in the streets as we speak. That's why Nigel's got to sort it out. That's what he is. Do you know, yeah. do you know what it might be? It might be, it might be the fans rushing because they've worked out where he is. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and they've, they've run to him. And, <laughs> and, and, and Maybe he's been offered a Geno Smith jersey, uh, T-shirt as we speak. They heard the rumours. Maybe we've got people you know, listening to, the, to, the, to this pod live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, here he is. He's there I am, back. Yeah, he's back. He's back. We were asking I'm about back. your brother, mate. Brother's a Giants fan. Yeah, my brother's a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah. So his favourite player is Saquon Barkley. The running back. Saquon Barkley, who is also a Jets fan. He's a big Jets fan. Jets yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, so what would you say is your favourite, like from the? whatever it's been now, the decade or so that you've been coming and watching the, the Jets at the Hippodrome, if you could pick one moment that's like your favourite, your highlight, it doesn't even have to be game-related, it could be something that, that happened at the Hippodrome, it was just a good night. Is there any one memory in particular that makes you think, oh, yeah, that was that was a really good good night? Oh, gosh. I remember one night at the Hippo where it was the Jets versus the Titans and it went into overtime. And we're, no one could score a field goal or nothing during those heats. And I remember every one of us touching this random saucer for good luck. Yes. <laughs> for good I luck. That. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the good luck play. We, we're on the drive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody had ordered yeah. like wings or something. And the chicken wings come and acknowledged. We worked out, coincidentally, that we scored a field goal in, in regulation time. We scored a field goal when few of us had our fingers on the plate and so whenever we got in the red zone there was like 10 of us like putting our fingers on this tiny little plate wasn't there yeah a, and a i just remember and every time... but she, even she was touching the plate that's right yeah she bring us bad luck uh, so we didn't bring it, it we won that game if i remember yeah, we did. Yeah, we won. We, we won, did it. Win yeah, we won it overtime, wasn't it? It was Zach, yeah. wasn't it? Was it was it the first year of Zach? I think it was. Yeah, was yeah, one of Zach. Yeah. What was yeah. This, can, you, can you remember the score? Because I do remember that, but it was because it was so tight. I know I would have had um, a little, a couple of cheeky lagers on that night. So um, what are you gets a bit gets a bit hazy. You? No, you wouldn't. After the no. first sip. Um, yeah, Can't imagine. So, so I've got the so score. Game, wasn't it? I've got oh, the score. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was the Jets. Jets won the game 27-24 after overtime. 27-24, Yeah, you just beat me to it. Yeah, I was looking on Google now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, crack, Zach Wilson game. TD bomb. Uh, yeah, there was a TD bomb there, wasn't there? It was Zach Wilson's best game. It was the first game we watched and went, "Oh, we've got something here." Because I think we'd started the year against Carolina, hadn't we? Mm. Or early in that year, yeah, we played Carolina and. So, yeah. and and Sam Darnold was playing for Carolina. So it was immediately like the old Jets QB versus the new Jets QB. And neither one of them had looked any good. So we were like, <laughs> what have we done? Um, 
But uh, oh, Corey Davis caught the fifty-three yarder. Oh, that's good memory. Did you look that up or did you remember uh, it? Uh, <laughs> I am actually looking it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't that drunk, ladies and gents. He wasn't that drunk. He just the only thing he remembers is Corey Davis' fifty-three-yard catch. Corey, we needed you last season, buddy. What happened to you? Yeah. Come back. Yeah, now you see Sean. Sean G, you know, wearing the Jets colours. Come back, mate. Come back. So, Nige, yeah. uh, one of your standard questions. We've got two standard questions we ask all our guests. And I'm looking forward to asking you the second one because you are an aficionado. Um, but uh, the first one is Jets players. So, um, obviously, Geno Smith aside, is there another player that's maybe not quite an obvious choice that is a particular favourite of yours, like an under-the-radar jet that, that you're particularly fond of? You're, you're an offensive oh, line so guy, aren't you? Under the radar jet. Uh, Normally, yes, I'm going to go with Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we love a bit of Bilal Powell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love him. <laughs> because it, it, it always... I love him because he always put the effort in. Yeah, yeah. But, but it always yeah. felt like he was like the second running back on the roster, didn't it? He always had, whether it, it was, is, yeah. um, who's the lad we got from the, for the Bears? Uh, Matt Forte. Yeah. Um, or um, or uh, the guy, uh, Chris Ivory, or someone like that used to be, was Chris ahead Ivory, of him. Chris Ivory, I think it was. Yeah, Chris Ivory yeah. was ahead of him. Yeah. And, and then Howard just be there. Le'Veon Bell, I think. Le'Veon Bell, even, yeah. And yet Powell would be the yeah. one that would actually put up the numbers and actually produce, yeah. you know, first downs and and move the chains. What a guy, Bill Al Powell is. I reckon he's I reckon that's a great shout as an underrated Jets legend. Mm. I, think that's, I think that's a really good shout. Good shout, Nigel. Well done. Well done. And then the and then the last question uh, for you, the other question. We, we always ask everybody in anticipation of our inevitable trip to the Super Bowl this year, which now isn't gonna happen. Uh, we've been asking everybody, where would you stay in Vegas? Now, Nigel is a Vegas aficionado. So, how many times have you been to Vegas, mate? It's a couple of times, right? Uh, I've been to Vegas, what, six times now? Six yeah. times. So, Nigel knows everything there is to know about where to stay in Vegas. So, where would you... Not, where, not where only the you... man on the street in London, but man on the street in Vegas. This guy. He's just known everywhere he goes. So, where would you, where would you stay, Nigel? Um, so I have a, actually a choice. So because Vegas caters in budgets, really. So if you're looking for something cheap and cheerful, but kind of still centrally located, yeah, I would go with New York, New York. Nice. All right. And yeah. it's also jet themed. Well, it's New York themed, of course. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, if you wanted something a little bit more classy and a little bit more connected, I would go Park MGM. Okay. And if you're going fancy, the Cosmopolitan. Right. So, in other words, you start the New York, New York. You put all your money on the Jets to win the Super Bowl in 2025, <laughs> and then when they win, yeah. then you can upgrade to the Cosmopolitan. Yes. Yeah. Right. I see how that works. Good mm -hmm. tips. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And I just want to say again, what an amazing, um, what an amazing joy it is to have you with us because yeah. we've been trying to get you for a little while, trying to get you on. Um, oh, yeah. The dark days of two win seasons under Adam Gase, right at the end of that season, when, when Braden Mann is, is stopping up our chance of getting Trevor Lawrence. It's you, me and John, like staring agape at the screen, wondering why that why the hell we're still doing there <laughs> in the back end of December. <laughs> oh, and one other place I forgot to mention was the Bellagio. I stayed there twice, and I absolutely is that, is that and probably one of my favourites. Favorite. <laughs> nice, nice. So, John, you nice. Where did you stay last nice. time? So I stayed at the jockey club, more a timeshare place, but it's got the benefits of being directly connected to the cosmopolitan, and you can use the pool of the cosmopolitan. Yeah, that sound is that sound is spot on. So it's in between the Cosmo and, and also the benefit of that one was like no resort fee because no one, everyone hates paying that resort. Yeah. Great stuff. Great. Look, yeah. uh, I, I want to move on. Nigel, stay with us because we want to. We want to keep yeah. you. 
with us for the duration of the pod. But I want to move on and talk about the very, very exciting events of uh, the Pity Bowl, which we talked about last week. Um, because we haven't been through those results yet. I mean, not on the pod. Um, the winners and losers know who they are, but but um, uh, we should announce it to the world, really. We should get the moment of glory. So, so um, for, for the people that don't quite remember uh, the setup, there were five games to pick last week. And and because it's the pity ball and everything was going up a, up a, 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 a step, uh, it wasn't just a, a winner-loser you're picking. We also needed... Or we, you could also have got points, I should say, from getting the correct score. So, in other words, with each game, there were four points on offer. One point for um, the correct home result, one point for the correct array result, and then a point each for the perfect score. So, you could have ended up with four points for each game. Um, now, of the... Uh, so, there were three competitors. There was, there was Kevin, uh, and it was Jeremy, and there was Jersey Joe, who was not present. So... His um, he was proxied by the one and only John Love. Uh, yeah, but it's, well, I'd just like to add in there that uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, proxied by some guy called John. Yeah, yeah, D- Digital Joe, we called you, didn't we? Yeah, Digital Joe, proxied Di- by some guy called John. So Digital you know, Joe. Yeah. Um, uh, it would have been quite job. tight. It, it would have been quite tight. Uh, uh, Kevin got six points. Um, uh, uh, Digital Joe got four points. Um, missed out on a, on a couple of results. But then um, Jeremy just absolutely took over because he called the correct result in the Bears-Packers game. He called uh, the correct um, uh, correct result in the Steelers-Ravens game. Uh, he called the correct result in the Texans-Colts game. And he called the correct result in the Buffalo-Miami game. So of the five games, the only only game he didn't call correctly was Jets against Patriots. And in that game, he said Jets 17, Patriots 20. So he's still got a point for the 17 that he called the Jets to get. So for every single game, uh, Jeremy got a point. So Jeremy is our undisputed victor of the Pity Bowl um, and therefore gains entry into the the, the Pick'em playoffs, which we're going to start on this week's episode. But, but um, before we move on to that, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Digital Joe because his prediction for Texans Colts, ladies and gentlemen, was the Texans to win 24-20. And the final score was the Texans won 23-19. And lucky, and lucky Digital Joe, that was very close. That was, that was literally, it could not be any closer. Literally, yeah, wow. you've got the right score. You've got the right winner and loser. You've got the right um, the, the right margin of victory. And you're one point out for both, wow. both sides of the scoreline. 23-19 as opposed to 24-20. So I almost, almost gave Digital Joe a bonus point there. But then I thought, you know what? It's not going to matter anyway. Jeremy's just going to clean up. So um, <laughs> ex- ex- exciting stuff. But Jeremy is the winner of the Pity Bowl. So well done, Jeremy. Shout out to, shout out to you. Well done, mate. Well done. It, it takes well a lot done. for me as an Everton fan to congratulate a Liverpool fan, but but I feel like he's earned it. Like soft congratulations. Um, so John, are you ready to move on to the playoffs? Uh, we are. I am indeed. Are you excited? Very excited. <laughs> you sound it. You Although we did have some breaking news a minute ago, guys. So the Buffalo game is now being uh, delayed till Monday. Right. So we're we're yeah. recording this on uh, Saturday. Saturday evening, yeah. So a few hours uh, are leading up to kickoff. So um, yeah, that's now being postponed. So it's still going to be weather, pretty bad weather, because I did a few unders on that. So um, because of the bad weather anticipated today. So I'm not sure if they're going to be voided or continued. So there's a lot of uh, uncertainty at the moment. Right. The yeah, books. I imagine because the the the, the, um, the odds will change, won't they, slightly based on <laughs> yeah. the fact that it's a day later. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. really Let's interesting. Happens, I never thought about that. I don't know whether they're moving another game into the six o'clock slot for tomorrow. Probably, it's probably no, no, now, no, no. So there's no. It starts. No, at there's no flexing. Oh. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, um, it doesn't affect the pity bowl because how the pity bowl is going to work? It's the same as it's the same as last week, and there's going to be three games to pick 
for this this set of fixtures, and there'll be three games to pick for the next set of fixtures. And and John and Dave and Jeremy are all in. Um, and then the, the the person with the lowest score after next week's uh, set of fixtures is then eliminated, yeah. creating a um, a one v one matchup of predicting for the divisional for the um, title games and the Super Bowl. So all very exciting. We've got three games to pick this week. I've got scores, prediction scores in from Dave and Jeremy. So I'm just, we're just going to talk to John. And uh, John, I figured you could perhaps use Nigel as your, as your secret advisor this week to help Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So I think we can use them um, just to let the listeners know. I think we, I use Nigel and everybody that's on the bus as well as uh, my secret <laughs> advisor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh well, I'm actually on a train, but I'm. Oh, on really the train now, moving from the bus to the train. So we get the train people yeah. on. Yeah. 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 So I'll let them know. Yeah. yeah good man. Big good shout man. Out. Put us on loudspeaker. <laughs> so, so the first game. The first. So this game is interesting. Just to just to caveat for the listeners. So I don't even know what the three games are. Yeah. So this is like you know live, uh, you know on the spot kind of brain it, activity. It is slightly on the spot. Yeah, it's slightly on the spot. Um, uh, there are only three games this week. The first of those is Miami Dolphins at Kansas. It's not. It's not in order. Actually, it might be in order of kickoff now because the Buffalo game's been picked. Uh, been moved. But the first game we're picking is Miami at Kansas. So Miami at Kansas. I've got score predictions in from Dave and from Jeremy. Just need one from John. John and I. Do you want to have a little discussion? Okay. So. Um, and sorry, and the so, people on the train. And the other people on the train. Oh yes. Yeah. Don't forget them. You can't forget uh, them, man. What are the uh, what? Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Alistair, what are the three games, buddy? So we've got Miami at Kansas, Pittsburgh yeah. at Buffalo, and the third game is LA at Detroit. Okay, so Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Yeah, and LA at Detroit. But we're starting with Miami at Kansas. Okay, Miami. Go on, noise. My my secret. Yeah, so Miami at Kansas. I'm going for a Kansas win, straight up. Uh, I'll go with maybe by between four and seven points. Okay, yeah, sounds sounds good to me. So uh, yeah. it's going to be bad weather later, very freezing cold. Run, run, run. Uh, yes. Miami have got a few injuries, but I think they're Waddle and um, most are going to be coming back. So score wise, mm-hmm. Kansas City twenty one, Miami fourteen. 14, Miami. 21, did you say? Yeah, 21, Kansas. All right, so I can reveal that yeah. all three of our finalists have predicted the same result. Everyone thinks Kansas is going to win at home to Miami. I'd agree with that as well for what it's worth, although no one should really take my prediction seriously the way I, I, I did this season. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I second that motion. Yeah, second yeah, yeah. But, uh, but the scores are quite interesting. So we got Davis said 28-17, Kansas. Yeah. And Jeremy said 27-24. So Jeremy's the one that thinks it's going to be quite a close game. And um, uh, Dave thinks it'll be an 11-point margin. And, and, and you guys are saying one touchdown, basically, between them. Um, yeah, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see. It should be, a hopefully, a high-scoring, a fairly high-scoring game, anyway. I think, personally, I think it'll be a bit lower than that. Personally, I think it'll be quite, uh, quite um, because of the weather, it'll be quite a tough game. Um, I think it might be something like um, fourteen nine or something like that, but we'll see. What do uh, what do the people on the train think? You reckon? Hey? Um, what do the people on the train? We're going probably around the uh, probably like twenty to fourteen or twenty. Okay, so twenty to fourteen 20 to for the are you doing like a little you're giving them pieces of paper and putting getting them to write the scores down and doing the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put it yeah. In a hat. yeah, yeah. I'm organising a swoops bank for them. I'm just saying it's a pound in, and whoever wins out of all the playoff teams gets the pot. They sound very interactive, yeah. So, you know, they, they sound like a key yeah. listeners. We'll add them to the group, mate, as well. Okay? Yeah. 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 Get to come down next season. <laughs> all right. Game two, guys. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Now, Monday night football. What are we saying? Uh, and the secret one, advisor Nigel and uh, his posse, what do you reckon? On this one, I see an easy Bills victory. Yeah. As much as I, am, I know you don't like the Bills, Al. I'm not a I fan, see this no. as, Yeah. Yeah, the Bills, I mean, the Steelers are going to be missing TJ Watt. 
and uh, the Bills have started to show some form late on in the season, and I think it's going to continue. I think they're going to have a championship game, to be honest. Oh, big could be a dark, I agree with my secret advisor and all of his um, hundreds of posse, uh, like the Pied Piper. I'm going to call you the Pied Piper night. That's your new name. So, I agree. Buffalo are a very dark horse for the... Um, but to go all the way here. Um, yeah. 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 So I reckon Buffalo going to win 21-10. Oh, really? Oh. All right, fine. I'm right actually going to go. I was actually going to go <laughs> a little pain. higher, actually. Just... Pain I, from I was going to say that we're going to go 24-14. To, to all right. I'm writing it. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take... Uh, I've written 21-10 because ultimately it's John's... John's uh, reputation on the line, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. I, to be honest, um, I think because not that I'm biased at all, not that I have like particular uh, swayings one way or the other, and my opinion of Buffalo doesn't come into this. But I think Pittsburgh are going to win this 45 nil. Okay, good one. Uh, yeah, I'll... yeah. I think it's inevitable. Pittsburgh yeah. will find a way to win. They won't disappoint me. They will crush the Buffalo Bills. And and then I wake up on Tuesday morning and everything will be all right with the world because um, Bill Belichick will still be unemployed and the Bills will be out of the playoffs. Um, <laughs> that's that's my dream. However, uh, in back in realistic life, well, uh, what a very sweet moment that we said Bill Belichick was there. Yeah, yeah. Then we just put that out there because that was that was great. Oh, that was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Le- genuinely, we were saying early before you joined us, Nigel, that in 2024, so far, the Jets are one and zero, and they've retired Bill Belichick. It's oh, kind of, yes, it's kind of the perfect year so far. Which is why I think <laughs> Pittsburgh are going to win. Are going to beat Buffalo? Because why would they ruin my year? That would just be rude. Um, uh, interesting. So, John, you said 21-10, and what's interesting about that is Jeremy has said 21-16. Oh. So he agrees that Buffalo are going to get 21 points and win the game. And Dave has said 24-10. So he agrees that Pittsburgh are going to get 10 points and lose the game. Mm-hmm. So if you if, if 21-10 comes in, then yes, you would get four points. But either Dave or Jeremy would also get three points. So in a way, it's a, it's a safe score. It's a safe score. You've got your, you spread your bets beautifully there, mate, without realizing it. Stay, stay safe is my motto. Stay safe. I've heard that about you. Um, <laughs> Safety first. Playing the Detroit Lions in Detroit with Jared I'll, I'll get my, my special advisor and all of his minions to, um, to have a feedback on that one. No, what do you reckon? What's the crew reckon? Oh, I'm off the train now, finally. Oh, oh. On the street then, on the street of London, what's everyone thinking? I'm on, on the street the, of uh, London. Okay. On the Rams, first, on the Rams, sorry, on the Rams Detroit game, what's what, What's London thinking? It's like an election, isn't it? Like, oh, that one sports. I think is going to be the closest of the lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that one, I would probably say that would be a definite one-school game. Okay. I definite know... one, you've heard it here first. It's a definite one-score game from the guy from the people of London streets. One-score yes, game. Um, latest info. Breaking news. I'm going uh, 21-17 to the Lions. Ooh, 21-17 Lions. <laughs> Big shout. What do you think, uh, uh, John? Oh, yeah, I, I'm with him. I'm with the, the people. I'm with the people of London since you know I live in London now. So, but I think it'll be a bit more high scoring by one touchdown each. So, it'd be I'm thinking I'm going for 28-24 the Rams. 28-24 to the Rams. Oh, to the Ra- yeah, I've gone the other way to the Rams. Yeah, so the, well, you're saying 28-24 to the Rams. Well, I'm, I'm against the people of London. I'm against. Really the people of interesting. You're against the people of London. I oh am against God. the people of London. Well, what's what's was, the I'm interested in that, John, because I because, was with them and then I'm not. But I'll level with you. Dave and Jeremy both picked the Rams as well. And we'll go into their scores in a minute. But I don't understand that. What, why do you think the Rams are going to win in Detroit? What is it that the Rams have shown you that makes Lots you think they're going to win in Detroit? Lots of reasons. So Dan Campbell, he decided to play all of his players last week and they got injured. Uh, Laporte, I think he's playing, but he's banged up. 
You got um, the other guy, um, Raymond, wide receiver, banged up. Right. So you got two key players gone. Um, they played their full out last week to win that game. Rams rested. Yes, yeah, so they've had a week off to heal up. And they've got a full strength team. But so you got Stafford, a professional quarterback, has won the Super Bowl. And he's coming back to Detroit. Yeah. And you got Goff going the other way. And all the pressure's on Detroit because they're, the, they're, they're expected to win. Goff can't handle the pressure. He can't handle that. Dan Campbell is not, is not, is not a super coach. McVay has won the Super Bowl. So I've gone for experience over inexperience on the head coaching side. And it, Stafford has won. Goff has not. Both, right. both players... See, I'd have to disagree with you there because when, uh, when the Rams did win it, they had, a, they had like a peak bottom winner. They had a what, sorry, buddy? I had a peak level Aaron Donald and uh, a peak Von Miller. Well, Aaron yeah. Donald has just been elected to the pro, All Pro. Yeah, but they don't have Von Miller oh, anymore. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, but... no. He's with the Bills, and yeah, and they have and and, yeah. and their receiver core. I mean, they've got the new rookie, the new the potential rookie of the year, uh, Nakua, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. Um, Puka, a, a good player, but. Is he going to run out of steam? I, I don't know, man. I I, I must admit, I, I think I think it'll be close. Uh, but I'm, I'm surprised that all three of the um, uh, prediction finalists have all gone with the Rams, but it's locked in now. So, so we've got so it. we've got the people of London and Knight and obviously Al all going for Detroit. I, I'm yeah. going for the home banker. Yeah, yeah. and you got let my heart run my head a little bit as well because you know I've got a soft spot for Detroit. So, so yeah, there you go. I I I, I, I think I, I definitely want Detroit to win it. Put it that way. Um, and you've got me, Happy Dave, and Jeremy uh, going for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So the scores. Let me give you the scores. Dave has said thirty-six to thirty uh, to the Rams, and this is the interesting one because let me remind you, uh, uh, John locked in twenty-eight twenty-four. Jeremy's locked in score is twenty-eight twenty-three. Oh, so there's Ooh. one point difference. Between what John thinks will happen and what Jeremy thinks will happen, <laughs> who's copying whose homework? We've been—I think we've been—we've watched too many games over the last thirty-five years. So that's great. That's great. So that's it, guys. They're locked in. That's the predictions locked in for this week's games. And like I said, what will happen is uh, each of those games is worth four points. So there's a total number of points available for this week is twelve available, and there'll be three more games in next week's sets of fixtures so there'll be 12 more points available there so it's 24 in total and the lowest score out of the 24 is eliminated uh so there'll be no eliminations this week but it's playoff prediction time it's it's it gets real you know that the, the, the chaff like me get filtered away into jetland with no playoff predicting this is the creme de la creme of predicting john dave and jeremy so so we wish them all luck i'm sure you've all got your favorites um but uh, we'll see at the halfway stage um, where they're at. Uh, so this time next week, we'll see. We'll see who the favourites are. Uh, what's next, John? Yeah. What's next? We've got the mailbag. Oh well, well we've got the mailbag. I've, I've got my extra little segment. When do you want to do that? Oh yeah, we've got Al's new segment. How can I forget Al's new how, segment? How, how how did I? How can I go on, buddy? You go for it. So 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 last week, uh, I'm sure all of you were listening intently to my new segment where we talked about um, players that have played for both the Jets and that week's opponents. Now, obviously, we don't have any opponents this week. Um, so what I did was I did a, a sort of a, a not particularly deep dive into the, the rosters for the playoff teams. And I've got a list here of players that were on the Jets recently and are still playing competitive football in the playoffs for various teams. Would, would, would either of you like to guess how many players are on uh, playoff rosters in the NFL that used to be on the Jets? Oh, I've got a number here. I've been doing it a guess. I would say around six or seven. Six or seven? Good shout. Yeah. John? Uh, I'd say... Uh, it's good. This is a good question. Yeah. yeah. I've with them once in a while. 
I reckon. Um, what what's Nige saying? He said six or seven. Okay, I'm going to go just a tad lower than that. Okay. You got to give me a number. Well, five, six. Five if we, or if we six. Go, if we're going brackets. Is Nige given a definite number, or is he just given a bracket number? It doesn't matter because you're both way off. <laughs> we're both way off. They're both wow. way off. The number of former <laughs> Jets players who can still win a Super Bowl ring this year is 28. Oh my goodness me! And that, and that oh wow! You how desperate it is. So so there are actually only three teams that don't have a former Jets on their roster. They are Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Los Angeles Rams. They don't have a former Jet on their on their roster. Did what did you say? Five? You said five or six, didn't you, uh, Nige? I said six or seven. And then John said uh, five. The ones I remember are mostly on the Browns because we got Flacco, Eli Moore, and I think McGovern. Uh, no, McGovern's not there. McGovern's still with us. Um, oh, right. so I'll tell you now. Uh, I mean, you got Ty Johnson in Buffalo. What does TVR play for? Guys, guys, Van Rosen. We'll go through it. But there's actually five people that were on the Jets this season that are now mm -hmm. playing for a Super Bowl ring. So, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook oh, yes. in Baltimore, right? McCall Harbin yeah. at Kansas. Yeah. There's two yeah. in Houston. Adrian Amos is in Houston. He was cut by us earlier this year. Oh, Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins, yeah, he's there, but obviously not this year. And Tim Boyle is in Houston. Oh, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. And one oh. more, uh, playing for Detroit, you've got the cornerback Craig James, who was playing for us this year, made a really good stop in the end zone uh, in a game. I think it was against the Eagles earlier this year. Um, uh, a big, big, big play for us. And then at some point got cut. I think there was a time when we had um, a couple of injuries, so he was playing, and then he came hey, back, couldn't get back in the team, so we cut him, and the Lions picked him up, and now he's playing for a Super Bowl ring. So twenty-eight people. I'll go through. I'll go through them very quickly, so you can be um, you can be appalled at how bad our front office yeah, is. Uh, so Ravens is three. Dalvin Cook we talked about. Josh Johnson is there. He was with us last year as like QB number eighty-six, and Morgan Moses, who was our uh, tackle. For a little while he's on the ravens uh the bills ty johnson you mentioned it kansas have two mccall harden we talked about do you remember the michael p ryan running back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Him a couple of years ago didn't make the cut he's now running the ball for kansas uh how many on the texans do you think well you got sheldon rankins yeah but um uh we who was the guy we mentioned a minute ago adrian amos, a adrian amos. and the quarterback tim boyle and there's two more. Okay. There's two George more. Fant, who was our oh, yeah. tackle last year. We had him for two yeah. years and decided not to take him. And yeah. the linebacker, who a lot of us liked, but didn't make the grade for uh, a Jet standards, Blake Cashman, uh, oh, yeah. is, is a Texan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The Browns have three. You mentioned Joe Flacco and Eli, Eli Moore, Nigel. The other one's Roger Saffold. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, oh, okay. yeah. Roger Saffold is former Jet. That counts. Um, there are, uh, let me see, so there are five in Miami. So Miami and, and Houston are the two places where they have. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about Miami. Yeah. Braxton Marios. Mike White. I have Mike White, yeah. Yeah. Do you know the others? Um, not off the top of my head, no. You are a wide receiver who was undrafted by the Jets and, uh, well, was picked up as an undrafted free agent by the Jets and has changed his name more times than. Uh, oh, chosen. Robbie Chosen. Oh, yeah. Chosen. Yeah. And the two little yeah. random ones, defensive tackle Jonathan Harrison uh, was a Jet for a while. And then do you remember the safety, Parry Nickerson? I think it was like a fourth no. round choice for the Jets. Never made the grade. No. Now playing safety for oh. Miami, Miami Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, all these are like peripheral kind not, of. Not like, all not, of them. Not, not, not all of them. Not exactly. Elite, still, listen, they? if Parry Nickerson gets a Super Bowl ring before the Jets, that's that's not you know it's not a good thing so <laughs> no. rounding off the afc this is the one that hurt me the most when i put this together i'm going to be honest because the three names on here are, have all been talked about a lot by jets fans uh three Steelers that used to be on the jets uh, as recently as last year the linebacker who we let walk at the end of his contract last year and didn't pay him his money quan alexander Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a backup. Yeah, yeah, but still, 
you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, there's a guard, Nate Herbig, who we all loved last year. Yeah, He's on we, the Steelers. Yeah, we gave him a bit of love last year, didn't we? Yeah, gave him a bit of love last year, but mm -hmm. decided not to sign him. And all the problems we've had with the O-line, how much would we have liked Nate Herbig? Would, that, would someone like him have made a difference this year? And in their wide receiver core, they have a certain Mr. Denzel Mims. Oh, wow. He's still there, is he? He's still oh, kicking. Wow. He is still kicking. He is playing for the... He, Denzel Mims may get a Super Bowl ring if the Steelers <laughs> surprise everybody and win in Buffalo and then and then go on winning the whole thing. It's a big ask, but Denzel Mims... It is a very big ask. It's a very big ask. The, the yeah, NFC is a little bit thinner. Um, Chuma Adoga, the, the, the offensive lineman, is in, in Dallas. Um, there's three in the Lions. There's uh, um, Craig James we talked about. Teddy Bridgewater's there, like backup QB. And the other one, the running back, Bam Knight. Ba Bam uh, Knight is on the Lions. And he should have forget. That's all I'm saying. And there's two more to round up our 28. 49ers quarterback. Sam Donald. Sam Donald. And this is the best yeah. one. This is our, everybody's favourite punter. Philadelphia Eagle and former New York Jet. You want to say the name? We talked about him earlier. Ruined our future. Oh, God. You're not getting it? Braden Mann. It, Braden Mann. Oh, God. <laughs> Braden Mann. Braden Mann is a Philadelphia Eagle and potential Super Bowl champion if the well, Eagles go on and win it. So there you go. That so much, yeah. that was my little segment. What do you think, lads? It's depressing. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a that good was one. depressing. <laughs> Wrestling seeing that many oh, jets. Not, not still, still, still with a shot of a, of a, of a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. A lot of research there, how you did, and um, it, a few tears to your eyes, I noticed, because you were sad quite yeah. a few times. And, there's, uh, you know, there's genuinely, there's genuinely some guys in there, and I know, I get it that that they're not all. Some of them are like on the edge, but there are one or two there that that we should have kept hold of. Like, you know, Nate Herbert like is a, a big like, one a, like, like a like a half decent offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few there that you're thinking. Why did we, Bam Knight as well? Why did we let Bam Knight walk? Because our running back room now is is much thinner. I know we traded away. Uh, I think we let him walk because of the progress of Abi Kanada. Yeah, yeah, but then we haven't seen that yeah. this year. And then we let Michael Carter go. Michael Carter go. At the, mm. at the start of this year, we let Bam Knight walk because we had we were bringing in Dalvin Cook. Now, Dalvin Cook's on the Ravens and didn't do much. And, and Bam Knight, yeah. you know, potentially going to have a decent career in Detroit. You never know. We'll see. I know, look, I wish them all luck. But we talked last week about how Joe Flacco, like you asked the question last week, and that's what inspired me to look it up, to be honest, mate, was when, uh, John, when you asked the question about Joe Flacco and, and um, uh, whether or not uh, we would regret not bringing him in when um, uh, when Aaron Rodgers went down. Uh, and the truth is, there are 28 regrets currently competing for a Super Bowl ring um, right there. So uh, I think you could uh, anyone listening could probably pick out three or four names they can remember from this segment and go, if only we had that guy, that might have made the difference for us this year. But there we go. We live and learn. Um, well, no, we don't. We just live. <laughs> we, we don't learn. Or at least the Jets don't learn. <laughs> uh, John, what's in your mailbag, mate? Yeah, so, well, conscious of time. So, I'm going to... So, there's a first mailbag, I believe. You've got a, a mailbag uh, question. I, I've, got, so. I've got a mailbag uh, especially for our, our hero um, listener. Um, for Not listener, excuse me. For our hero guest... Uh, Mr. Nigel B himself, um, we've had a letter in for you, mate, from Nick from Chelsea. Well, you imagine who that might yeah. be. Um, oh, Nick, I couldn't imagine. Right? Yeah. Nick from Chelsea says, um, back in June last year, Nigel was quite public in wanting Derek Carr. Is it worth asking him, uh, given <laughs> uh, the fact that Carr almost took the Saints to the playoffs, do you feel like he would have done better with the Jets? Than what we saw from Aaron Rodgers uh, this year. Well, if we compare that to any other QB, I think we're pretty much saying that everyone else did kind of better in the pocket than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, 
four down, <laughs> four downs, and then it was misery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, um, well, the reasons I went with Carl was that he's he was he's he's a lot better in the pocket. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he would have survived that that offensive line though? Do you think he would have survived that? Um, uh... He would have got sacked a lot, but <laughs> I still think he would have learned from it. <laughs> And I thought there was more upside with him than with uh, Rogers because we were probably going to get two, maybe three seasons out of Rogers' tops. Yeah, yeah. And so, so given if you if you had a time machine, you could go back and be the Jets' GM, knowing what you know yeah. now and knowing what yeah. you know going into next season, would you still take Carr over Rogers? Knowing what I know now, I would have to say yes. Interesting. Good stuff. Yeah. Good. And Good I love question. you, man. Your principles, and you're standing on it, and you're, you're, oh, um, oh, yeah. you're standing fast. I respect. Yep. I'm gonna die on my hill. <laughs> yeah, with your Geno Smith T-shirt on. Yes. What are you saying, John? I was saying, um, good question there, Nick from Chelsea. Um, <laughs> hope you're not a Chelsea fan, because if you know, if you are, then no, he's uh, a Wimbledon uh, fan. Unlucky, unlucky on um, the day before Christmas. <laughs> unlucky on Christmas Eve, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that one in again. Um, no, good question, that. Good one. All right. We look forward to more questions in the future. Guys, spoiler alert, you might get a little more bus action going on here. You might get a Liverpool one? fan. You got the Liverpool fan on the street tonight with you at the moment. <laughs> There's a lot of street action going on here. It's very exciting. Oh. It yeah, is, it is. It's live what's, your name? what's, what's in, the, in the bottom of your bag? Um, what's in the bottom of your sack, John? <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for that one out. So, it's not <laughs> my sack, mate. Okay, so as a, as a question from um, it's a woman at, uh, coming into um, uh, in the bottom of my sack today. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, we got so uh, Diane Y. From uh, from the UK says I don't know what she just put Diane Y. Um, so her her um her message her, her question is a long time uh long time Jets fan, uh, first time um, tweeter. Uh, great show, guys. Listen to it with all my friends uh, every week. Uh, but we won't be listening to it um, this weekend because we've got our new uh, rebooted version of uh, a program I used to be in a long time ago um, called Gladiators. Um, <laughs> I, I was uh, I was Jet uh, back in the day. I'm not sure if you know who that is. Oh, um, I know who that is. And the question I asked to um, Nigel and to Young Alistair is who were your favourite gladiators back in the day? Oh, what a question. I'm Thanks, trying to remember, Diane. you know. Thanks, Diane. AKA Jet, thank you. Well, so, well, well. Obviously, because you're such a big fan of the show, Diane, AKA Jet, that that I feel like now you're my favourite. But because no, 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 not yeah. it's not about now. It's about then. Not about now. About then. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my favourite would be would be Jet. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, nice. You want to go? Um, so I won't say the English gladiators. I'd probably go with like the American version of it, the American gladiators. Oh, was my favorite. That's a good, uh, good response. And who's your favorite, mate? Uh, my favorite was Nitro. Nitro. It was like the bad boy. <laughs> All right, all right. Yeah. So, so I did watch it. It was like the English equivalent of Wolf, if you remember. It'd be like the one. Yeah. 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 Wolf. Wolf was a favourite. A, a favourite of mine in terms of uh, from that side of things. Um. Uh. And I used to like Shadow as well because I used to like the way he'd stare at people and eyeball them on that. On that. Uh, what was that one where they stood on the plinth and and not try to knock each other off? And oh, with the oversized cotton buds. Yeah, with yeah. the cotton wool buds. You know, yeah, you yeah. yeah, the cotton wool buds. Oversized yeah. cotton buds. Fusual yeah. sticks, that's what they were called. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He'd have been a great defensive tackle, wouldn't he? Shadow. Wolf oh, would have Shadow, been a, yeah. He was the evil eye. Yeah, he would have been like a, like, like a really aggressive safety. 
like really like yeah. talking smack all the time and then and then coming in and hitting people with a big tackle but but more in line with what john is thinking you like a big tackle did you i did like yeah i like, I like a big tackle on a gladiator <laughs> Um, uh, thanks for that, mate. Yeah, from the bottom of your sack. Uh, but, but I would say, do you know who? Do you know who my favourite was? Well, that is the question aimed at you. Yeah. Ulrika Johnson. Can I say that? Yeah. Well, the question was gladiator. Well, that counts. Gladiator, not presenter. I, I, I want to say Ulrika Johnson. Oh, I think you need some cotton wool for us to get out of you and whack at your ears. <laughs> Ulrika Johnson was my favourite. I'm, I'm sticking with it. And Eunice got heart. Okay, what about Gladiator? That, well, that counts. I'm, I'm no, it does not count. Nice, does it count? Listeners, the, no, it don't count. London. The London people are, are saying no as well. No. Hear them. All the right, people on the bus are quite triggered about this. Yeah, there, there might be unrest tonight because of our answers. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the window. Shadow. Shadow. Shadow, with a special shout out to Ulrika Johnson. Oh, right, yeah, so you both like a couple of guys. Okay, that's good. So, so <laughs> interesting. I don't know what you mean, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so um, uh, interesting facts I've got here, going back to Nigel's favourite, Gladiator. Uh, Nitro, Nitro, yeah. he used to play for the Rams. Yeah, in the NFL, he used to play for the Rams, um, and then um, he played Italian football as well for the Leg Legano Frogs in, in Europe. Uh, All right, what a guy! Oh, right, there you go. So I thought that was quite interesting. And there's also a new Nitro on the Gladiators that I've recorded a, a minute ago uh, for this pod. Go on. Oh, there's, a there's, a there's, a there's a new one. There's a new one. I'll have to keep going out. Yep. I, 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 I like the way that you said you recorded yeah, it. That's the end of the Yeah, I recorded it. Sacrifice. Hello, guys. There's one question that I'm surprised that didn't come out in the mailbag. I missed that. Say again, mate. I'm actually surprised there's one question that didn't come out in the mailbag. What question is that? Where did the old-fashioned victory dance come from? Where did the old-fashioned victory dance come from? Well, hey, you've asked it. Answer it. Yeah. Well, Nigel sent his own mailbag question in, and he's going to I'll give his own, own answer to all the people in London. So, the answer to that is quite simple. Under the Gates era, the two and twelve seasons... A win was so bad, so desperately needed. And I thought, well, if we're going to win, I'm going to bloody celebrate it. It doesn't matter if it's a win on overtime or if we won by a single point. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to have something to celebrate. And that's where the old victory old fashioned come from. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It's become such a staple, the victory old fashioned. So, so yes. I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but every time the Jets win a game, Nigel gets uh, an old-fashioned, and now like all of us, like traipse up to the bar. Or there was a game early in the season we won. Oh gosh, I remember. I nearly got thrown out of the hippo for that. Was it the Giant? The one I Do the No, in the uh, in the hippodrome. Remember when I nearly got thrown out for doing the JETS on oh, the first floor? Right, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's right. We've yeah. got that on video. The bouncer oh, came yeah. to a word of the night. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> JTS. Old-fashioned doing a big JTS, and you can just see in the corner of the video the security guard making a beeline for Nige. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready to chuck him out. And then, yeah. And then I don't know how we saved you in the end. I think you just sweet-talked him, didn't you? <laughs> yes, occasionally I'm charming. <laughs> occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I think he was a big yeah. Nitro fan as well, so I think you guys got on about that so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was there was a game earlier this year i'm sure there was we went up to get victory of fashions and i think we had it was after we had jersey joe on the pod and he was away somewhere so because the jets had won it was like the caribbean or somewhere and he ordered himself an old-fashioned from the caribbean didn't he and he sent the picture in of, of him with his old-fashioned so the uh yeah <laughs> old-fashioned is international mate this is why yeah yeah I, think I started it and then joe kind of like pushed it on and took it to the next level yeah 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 well all he's done there mate is raise the bar so you've got to find a way to raise it again 
Oh gosh. How are you going to re-raise the bar? What's what's what have you got lined up to to raise the victory old fashioned up a notch? Oh, I'll have to tell you next season, guys, because <laughs> <laughs> this season was a bust. Well, let's face it, it was. <laughs> it was a disappointing season. Yeah. It was a very disappointing <laughs> season. Good stuff. Uh John. Bets. Yeah. Bets best now. Bet best bets even. So last week we were two and one. Good. So that takes the season total to, in my maths, I'll just get my abacus out, to 16 and 13, which That's is right. obviously a winning record, so I'm happy with that. My favourite uh, win from last week was the um, the Baker-Mayfield under pass yards when I said every single game has gone under against Carolina. <laughs> okay. These are the kinds of stats, that kind of gems I, I work on, you know, during the course of a, of a busy working week. But, you know, this is, what, this, is, this is the kind of information you get. Okay. So, I've got some crackers today. Three crackers. All right. So, it's only been going. So, the first one is Dallas and Buffalo Moneyline Teaser. What's a Moneyline Teaser? Okay. So, oh, both yeah. to win together. Just parlay them together. Right. Stick them together. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Dallas to win. Buffalo to win. You can do a my you could do a Dallas win and a Buffalo minus two point five if you want probably get better odds, um, only a little bit more. So the the reasoning behind that is since we've had the seventh seed in the playoffs, yeah, they've been very lucky to even get in the playoffs, and they always play the number two seed, and the number two seed has normally had a bye, and this is like a complete mismatch. And you've got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I'll just say no more. Mismatch. Green Bay, as much as I want Jay Love to do really well, you know, my brother from another mother, uh, he is playing Dallas. And Dallas, uh, I've scored a minimum of 30 points at home every single game this year. year. Um, mm, That, to me, spells like uh, win Dallas and win Buffalo. So bang them two together. All right. Right. Next, the next you want, one. You want me to bang Dallas and Buffalo together. All right. You, well, you're the one who likes the big tackles, mate. So you yeah. can bang what you want. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the next one is we're going to go back into the well. That's worked before. So Flacco is thrown a pick in every single game over yeah. 0.5 interception. Bang that in as well. I'm sorry. How much was it? Was it uh, just one? Just got to throw one interception. Yeah. Just got to throw one. Yes. Yeah, so right. Over 0.5. So put yes to that. So Flacco, yeah, yes. and then the other one, which has gone up because of this weather situation, is uh, Najee Harris over rush attempts. It doesn't matter what the number is, guys. Just grab it. Oh. Here's the bell cow. It's going to be snowing even on Monday, really badly. Rudolph can't throw. They're not going to throw. Buffalo have got a, a not a bad pass defense, and which is Rudolph is just terrible. Yeah. Um, so I put I got it at fourteen and a half. I think it's gone to sixteen and a half. I got no idea what the number is going to be on Monday. Whatever it is, grab it and do the over. Do sixteen the over. and a half yards. No uh, attempts. 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 Sorry, I was going to say that's really low. Sixteen and a half yeah. attempts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there are your three bets. Put your money on, guys. Winners. Let's take this. You know what? Do you know what? Rare. It's, it may. It's rare. That I, I, I like all three of the bets that you pick, and I like all of those. So that might actually yeah, be really look like actually sound bets. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So we've even got the endorsement from uh, Al and also Nige and other people in London as well. So on the street, that so. might not be a good thing, mate. <laughs> I don't want my endorsement, not really. Let's get. <laughs> Get yourself down Ladbrokes now. Get, 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 no, ready get yourself for, down the bookies when you're out there. Get get ready for next <laughs> week when those bets will be 0-3, just because I said I like them. Yeah, you've got the curse on it now. I did, I put the curse on it. Curse on it, curse. That's it, that's it, gentlemen and gentlemen. Um, well, another great pod. Always love hanging out with you, John, believe it or not. Uh, Nigel <laughs> finally got you on. We're going to get you on earlier next season. We're going to get you on earlier and we're going to get you on controversially when you're not on a bus or a train <laughs> so we can hear you a bit better oh wow yeah okay yeah. oh well you know me i'm all about that tfl life yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah you've um, got to keep it the tfl mate we understand we understand yeah. right. we might do a live one with you on the on the buzzes on the bus should we do oh, yeah. 
on the buses with the hippo jets part. <laughs> it's with the on the buses <laughs> with knives. Well, then yeah. what we'll do is we'll all get on different buses and we'll talk to each other from different buses all at the same time, just for extra background <laughs> noise. Uh, sure the it just makes it sound like London's really buzzing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's London is buzzing. London is buzzing. Actually, yeah. no, how, is, how is London at the moment on the first weekend after um, Christmas, after New Year's even, or maybe the second weekend? Well, yeah. What weekend it is. It's actually kind of busy. Well, not, not like super busy, but it's actually busy. Not at all. Which I'm surprised about because you're getting so many come this time of year, and I'm like, "Boys, you crazy!" <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any crazy action out there on the streets, Nigel? Not yet. Not yet. Well, I'm sure. Early. Yeah, but the night is young, as they say. Yeah. Where, where, where exactly are you right now, mate? You're on your way into the hippodrome, right? You're already there. Uh, I'm currently on the strand, just waiting for another bus. <laughs> right. So you're about to head in. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're going to watch. Texans Brown. So, if anybody wants to meet the man, the myth, the legend, um, Saturday night, we're going to put this pod out shortly. I think uh, he'll be watching Texans Browns. I may be joining him. Um, I'm hoping to join him. I might get in trouble with the wife, but I'm hoping to join him. Uh, and uh, I was going to be there tomorrow as well for the Bills game, but that's no longer happening. So I just don't know what my plan is tomorrow now. Um, but uh, we will be uh, around for the playoffs is the short answer. So there will be jet representation in the playoffs in the form of fans in the Hippodrome uh, watching other teams that know how to play football, play football. Um, otherwise, we'll be around next week. So watching one of the 28 jet players <laughs> yeah. uh, get, yeah, strive to get a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and in, in all seriousness, that's the key is, is you've kind of got to support either Tampa, Green Bay or L.A., because that's the only way you're going to have a team without a former Jet on it win a Super Bowl ring. So, so those are the three teams you want to look out for who don't have ex-Jets on their roster. 28 in total. Um, nice and depressing. But we have hope. We are 1-0 in 2024 and Bill Belichick is unemployed. And with that, I will give you one big fat J-E-T-S and say goodnight. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, baby. <laughs>